Welcome to the Crew MPD Podcast. We love that the Lord commanded that those who proclaim the gospel should get their living by the gospel. We are driven to equip and inspire Christian workers to be Christ-centered, fully funded, and financially faithful, so that missionary staff come alongside all people to help them to know Jesus. This process is more widely known as Ministry Partner Development, or MPD for short. Hello, welcome back to the Crew and PD podcast. Today, Michelle and I have Duncan Parlett with us. And um, hi, Duncan. Thanks for joining us. Great to be here. Um, we are going to talk with Duncan today about um, what it looks like to uh, find MPD in the Word. So um, we want to talk to him about how he encourages his staff um, in their walk with Jesus during MPD. And so, Duncan, can we just start with you introducing yourself, who you are, and maybe a little bit of history, um, your crew history, and how you got to where you are today? Yeah. Well, I, I'm Duncan Parlett. I'm, I've been on staff with crew for almost 36 years now. And I spent the first 15 years assigned to a campus, the University of Washington in Seattle, Loved it up there in the Pacific Northwest. It was great. Uh, and then I spent 15 years as a designer for crew, doing various things, video production, graphics, websites, writing, audiovisual, things like that. And then I had the great privilege uh, about uh, six years ago to start MPD coaching. So this, in a way, is like my third act. Uh, in my staff life, and I'm really enjoying it. That's awesome. Okay, so what drew you from the creative production world to MPD coaching? Well, I think the simple answer is it was God. It was really fun to see. Uh, I was all set to run a design team that would produce uh, the graphics for our national staff conference. And then my daughter told me she's going to get married that summer. Hmm. And I told my boss, I said, I don't know if this will work out really well this summer. And he agreed. And then they said, well, what are we going to do with Duncan? <laughs> and the placement guy said, well, we could always use intern MPD coaches over the summer. Yeah, And I was like, true. well, I've had to raise my own finances for 30 years. How hard can that be? Mm -hmm. And so I stepped into that intern MPD coaching and I discovered three things, guys. Number one, I love MPD coaching. Mm. Number two, I, I found that I took to it very naturally. It just, mm. it made sense to me. And even later when I got trained, I was like, oh, I was already doing that. And it, yeah. it, just, it made a lot of sense to me. And at the time, 2017, there was a great need. We had a lot of staff, especially yeah. uh, in the West Coast where I'm from, that needed coaching. And so at the end of the summer, I'm going, I love it. I'm good at it. And there's a need. <laughs> Let yeah. me pray about that for a couple minutes. So that's yeah. what led me into full-time MPD coaching. And I, I've loved it ever since. Awesome. I love that. Um, I joined in 2017 too, Duncan. Were we at the mm -hmm. same training? Yes. No, I yes. think we were. I think so. Um, oh. Just after two, the summer of 2017, I think in the fall. I went in the summer. So we just okay. missed each other. Yes. 
that's right. Maybe we were on some early meetings together. Maybe. Um, like with new coaches. We do a lot, we do pretty good onboarding of MPD coaches in the crew world. And so I'm sure you guys cross paths in there. But yeah, that was a season where we were onboarding a lot of coaches because we we needed them. I was just the year before you guys in 2016. So I know one of the things I noticed when I started MPD coaching, and I, I'm betting this is part of your story too, is how parallel it is to discipleship, right? Oh, absolutely. When I went into it, I thought it was going to be 90% fundraising techniques yeah, and like 10% discipleship. I got into it and it's the other way around. I agree. If not more. And, yeah. uh, and that's what I loved about it. Mm-hmm. They, on the whole, they have already been trained in, in how to raise their financial support, but they just need someone to come alongside, encourage them, point them to Jesus yeah. uh, in that process. And that's what I was so drawn to in the mm-hmm. MPD coaching experience. Yeah. That resonates with me too. Cause yeah, like a lot of the mechanics of MPD start to become you know, a bit more natural because you're doing the same things over and over again, having appointments, making calls, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But there's always that need to be encouraged and to have like, really, it's like somebody who's a tether to the vision and to who's like on the other side, like, mm-hmm. you can get here, you can do it. Mm-hmm. And um, that it is, it's really fun to help staff do that. Someone asked me, what is my favorite part of MPD coaching? And I said, it's, hmm. And they go, what? I go, when someone goes, hmm, I know <laughs> they're thinking, they're processing, oh, yeah. they're growing. It's like hitting the heart. Mm. So that's what I look for. Yes. Yeah. Mm. I'm, I'm here for that. That's good. Yeah. I love that. And also here's a plug for summer intern coaches. If you oh my gosh. feel yeah. led to do something different in the summer. Contact it's us. so rewarding. You're working with the most like excited. That's like, true. You know, it's so much like when, when people go on summer mission, they're like, oh, I'm so excited to work with these students on summer mission. Like, you know, those are, those are the people who come and intern. <laughs> and so you get to like work with them in this next season. And it is, it's so visionary. Interns yes. are the best. Mm-hmm. Yes. I like my other um, staff too, but the interest is <laughs> very good. Yeah, very fair. Um, well, Duncan, we're glad you're here. We're glad you're an MPD coach and you're a part of um, the team um, of MPD. It's a great team to be a part of. And we're glad you're here. So we wanted to talk to you a little bit about um, what it looks like for you to encourage staff um, in the word during MPD. So overall, I guess, broad picture, what does that look like for you as your coaching staff? Yeah. Um, I love featuring the word in my coaching. The, mm-hmm. From the very beginning, that was my instinct, is that we needed to look at the word together. I was told as a young believer that there are three things that last forever. God, people, and his word. Mm-hmm. And so I thought if if our motivation for MPD is coming from God's word, that's in a, an eternal motivation. And, and I want my motivation to come from what God is saying and and doing uh, in our lives. And so 
I think my emphasis on sharing the word in my coaching uh, really came from that. Yeah, I think that's great. I think it makes a lot of sense, right? The truth of who God is and his character and his word never changes. And we can throw in our opinion, but that's not absolute truth. And that isn't solid ground for people to stand on, right? Like our word is not, but God's word is. And so um, I think that's great. And so tell us a little more about how you incorporate that into your MPD coaching. Are there specific passages you always go to? What does that look like for you? Yeah. First of all, when I'm meeting with them, I really set up that expectation that this Mm -hmm. is going to be a consistent and important part uh, of what we do. So they're, they're ready for it. And then I would say, uh, secondly, um, I think about two types of lessons, if you like, that, that I, I try and go over. The first category are the ones that are directly about what we call MPD. There are passages and scriptures that really speak to this process. Now, many of them have received training in those passages in their training, you know, when they were trained to do their MPD, uh, looking at the biblical basis of why we do that. And so many of the devotionals that I do are tangentially related to MPD. So, for example, I might be uh, going over a passage on faith, and, and then I'll say, well, in what ways can you express faith in your MPD this week? So the passage may not be about MPD specifically, but it's about faith, and faith is a huge part of MPD. So there's a lot of passages you can discover like that. I was just recently talking to someone about James 1, 2 through 4, which says that we should consider it all joy when we encounter trials of various kinds, knowing that the testing of your faith develops perseverance, and perseverance must finish its work so that you're mature and complete, not lacking in anything. And so I remember saying, how is MPD helping you grow spiritually? from that. And so I think we just see these principles all over scripture that we encounter in various contexts. And I I see, wait a minute, that really relates to the process of MPD. Maybe it's not directly about MPD, but it's something that informs how we do MPD. Mm -hmm. Well, and if you think about it, MPD is also a ministry, right? Like you said. And so it's... um there's a lot that we need to cling to in everyday life and ministry and in MPD uh, truths. And so um, I think that's great. I love James one, two to four. Yeah. Someone in our small group just read that last night. <laughs> um, so it's very timely. Um, and I think a lot of times MPD can feel like a trial <laughs> that God is moving you through. Yes. And so, yeah, I've noticed that, um, it does, it feels like for some people, it feels almost like a dark night of the soul <laughs> and it's like a testing and refining season and not for everybody. And I don't want to like, mm-hmm. you know, be wild, scary about it or anything, but it's also just true and real that it's, it is a big step of faith. And for some people it's, 
it's like the most public declaration of their desire to do ministry that they've done. And it's mm-hmm. the, uh, the level of initiation that you do. It just, it's, yeah, just like really, it's like a spiritually taxing endeavor. Mm-hmm. I, I um, laugh because if there's two taboos in our society, mm-hmm. it's talking about money and talking about religion. And yeah. And we ask <laughs> and so what do we ask them to do? <laughs> Yeah, we're asking you to do both with combining those together, you know. and, and so yes, it is, and it, and that's why I love coaching is that this mm-hmm. is a person who is being stretched, who is yeah. being challenged, uh, who is taking on a difficult and challenging task, and they are the most open and teachable in those times, and yeah. and so what a privilege to be alongside them and point them to Jesus in that context. That's so cool. So I'm curious, like, what's kind of like, this is a bit like nuts and bolts, but like the ratio of the time you're spending with someone that you're coaching, like how much of that time is spent just kind of in this one-on-one study of the word together that you're describing? Yeah, it varies a little bit, but I would say about a fifth of my time Mm -hmm. is in that. I have have a few lessons that tend to go a little longer and I I give them a heads up about that. But yeah, about a a fifth of the time... uh, you know, we're dealing with how they're doing and how yeah. their MPD is going and so on. But I always try and reserve that time uh, to t- look at a, a scripture or two together. Yeah, that's cool. That makes sense. Um, and we talked a little bit about how hard MPD is, right? And so we've all been there where we're coaching people who are feeling disappointed or distant from God in the midst of MPD. Um, what does it look like for you to encourage people who are having a really hard time mm-hmm. um, in MPD as you're coaching them? Mm. Great question. And honestly, almost like if I if I was your coachee mm-hmm. and I was just like not loving MPD, which let's be real, MPD is really hard. Mm-hmm. What would you say to encourage me? Well, you mentioned disappointment. And, and I was thinking about how disappointment is related a lot to expectations, mm-hmm. isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And don't we all come into this with certain expectations of how it's going to go, yeah. what it's going to be like, what this experience is. And so honestly, part of addressing that is, is helping reset their expectations. And one aspect of this, of course, is the spiritual battle. If we think that we're doing something valuable for the kingdom, can't we expect a little flack, a little trouble, a little resistance? And and so some of what they may be experiencing might be part of the spiritual battle. And I actually encourage them and I say, that's a good thing because it means the enemy is a little bit scared. and yeah. And he's afraid of losing a little bit of territory. Or he's afraid of the harvest that you might have on mm-hmm. the other side. And so I, I say maybe maybe this is a good thing, all the challenges and troubles that you're encountering. Maybe God is really working through this. So if we can stand firm, trust him, walk with him, uh, and see victory, then there's going to be some great fruit, spiritual fruit on the other side. But I also think that... Um, there is 
the the lessons that we can learn in this. Uh, we talked about that James passage and how what an opportunity this is to to look to Jesus, to trust him, to walk with him, knowing that he's with us, he cares about us, and he can help us in and through every situation. And so walking with them through that kind of perspective on why they're having the challenges, why they're discouraged, um, it's all about pointing them to Christ and letting them draw on his love, kindness, and power in their lives. Hmm. That makes a lot of sense. I'm curious, I mean, we've talked about that James passage a lot, but I'm curious to hear what are some of your other go-to passages? Yeah. Like maybe like your top three that you know you're going to go to these when you start coaching someone. Yeah, I have a number of devotionals I do, but there's one that has stood out from all the rest. There's one that more of the people I've coached have mentioned maybe afterwards or even during that this has made a significant impact on them. And it's John 15 verses mm. one through five abiding in the vine. Abiding in the vine. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that that passage is so impactful because Jesus actually says, apart from me, you can do nothing, at least mm -hmm. nothing that counts, nothing yeah. that really glorifies God, nothing that produces real spiritual fruit. And so abiding is that dependent connection to Jesus. And so I discussed with him, I, I think you have a choice here. Uh, you can do MPD in your own strength and power or you can abide. Yeah. And, and so many people have said to me afterwards that those principles of abiding, and we talk more about what that means, uh, has had a significant impact on both their MPD and, and their ongoing ministry after that. Yeah. 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 So that's been one of my favorite to go through and it, it seems to have had a lot of impact too. Yeah. The, my second favorite is Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30. We know this one quite well, right? Come unto me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest for your souls. Yeah. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Mm -hmm. And one thing I like about this passage, even though it's super familiar, is I think it's often misunderstood. You see, mm -hmm. Jesus's greatest teaching on rest, which is here, is mm -hmm. in the context of work. Mm -hmm. So many times I've heard this taught and then the application is take a few days off here and there, you know, or take a vacation. And, and Jesus is not inviting us into vacation. He's inviting us to work with him. And mm -hmm. what really unlocked this passage, and, and when I share it with those I coach, is that I discovered at the time of Jesus and even up until today, a way to train a young ox was to put them in the yoke with an older ox. Yeah. And, and, and they would learn from that older ox when to go, when to stop, when to turn. And Jesus isn't saying, okay, I got a job for you getting that yoke and start working really hard. 
He's saying, get in the yoke with me. We're, we're pulling together. And, and you can learn from me. And, and so, you know, what happens if the little ox um, tries to pull in a different direction? They, they can't get very far because they're right. attached to the, the other, the experienced ox. Right. They're going to tire yeah. themselves out. Mm-hmm. And, and then what if they're totally passive and, and just won't, won't even move? That sounds like a toddler. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I call it a total drag. <laughs> yeah. What's yeah. in fact the easiest thing for that young ox to do? Mm. Just keep moving with what, what's going on next to you. Just keeping in step with the big guy. Mm-hmm. And oh my and gosh, so, you're leading us through the devotional right now. I love I it. Am, keep going. Sorry, but <laughs> no, uh, yeah, good. and and so, um, could it be that we've never worked so hard yet never been so at rest in our mm. MP? That that's one of my favorite line um, devotionals to go through. With yeah. those I coach is Matthew 11, giving it that, that different little perspective has just really unlocked a lot of helpful principles for MPD. We, we need, we need to just keep in step with the big guy. He's doing most of the pulling yeah. anyway. So that's awesome. And then the third one that I love doing is in fact, not a passage, but a collection of verses. Mm-hmm. One of my great desires is that those I coach would experience God's love in a unique and special way during MPD. I think they need that. We talked about the challenges of MPD and how comforting to have that deep sense of God's love. And so what I did is I just collected about a dozen verses on God's love for us. And I just walk them, we just walk through those and we just talk and share about which ones speak to us and, and, and how, how it's making us feel. And I, I'm just praying that they will step away with how huge and unconditional God's love is for them. And what mm-hmm. a gift if they have that sense of God's love, no matter what's happening in their MPD, whether it's going well or it's not going well. Um, God loves them, cares for them, is with them in every way. And so I have this set of about a dozen verses. Sorry, I can't list them all out for you by memory, but there are a lot of familiar ones that that you would know. And and you could easily do a quick search of those kinds of verses. And so that's one I love doing um, is is just going over how much God loves them. Hmm. In fact, there used to be a booklet that started out, God loves you and has a wonderful <laughs> life. So yeah, I want to I tell them that God yeah. loves you and has a wonderful plan for your MPD. Let's go I love, trust Like him. what it totally, and I love what you're demonstrating here about the discipleship element of MPD coaching. Mm-hmm. And I can, you know, I think see really clearly how you're modeling for our new staff. Um, just like what it looks like to go in the word with someone that you're mentoring 
And that's something, a skill they will definitely need in their ministry. And so it, you know, reinforces the idea that MPD isn't just to get you to your ministry, but it's part of ministry. It's part of your, your journey. It's, you know, it's just, yeah. So that makes a lot of sense to me and that's, it's really encouraging. Amen. Yeah. I was just telling someone, I said, I'm more excited about what you'll gain in this process than for you to finish your MPD. I'm excited for you to finish MPD and that's our goal, but I'm even more excited about what you can gain in the journey. Yeah. So good. Um, Well, Duncan, thank you for sharing. Um, For those of you who are listening and uh, maybe you're in the middle of MPD and you feel stuck or discouraged or um, you just need to be reminded of God's love in the midst of that, um, or you're not in the middle of MPD and you want some devotionals to go through, we will link um, some of these resources in the show notes um, so you can have access to those um, and you can go through them with other people or by yourself um, and we are definitely sure you'll be encouraged by them and pointed back to Jesus. And so Duncan, thanks for letting us share those. And um, thanks for coming and sharing more with us about your process and um, yeah, just like what it looks like to trust God and um, move closer to him during MPD. Amen. And may I just say something about the resources that I've shared with my fellow coaches Um, I really take two approaches. I think there's some people that are already gifted teachers. And so all I need to do is highlight the passage and maybe the main point. And they, they are excellent at going through that themselves. But for about 25 of the devotionals I do, I've written out step by step how I do my lessons. Mm -hmm. Minus a lot of the corny humor, but um, so if people want a more, detail guide of, of how to do the devotional. Some of them have been written out. Others are just a passage and a main point. So um, I hope that that will adapt to both the gifted teachers and those who want a little more guidance in how to do some of these devotionals. Mm, thanks for recording that. That's cool. Yeah. Thank you. That's a great. Well, thank you, Duncan, for coming and being with us and sharing. We really appreciate it. And Um, we appreciate you being on the MPD team and coaching our staff and blessing them in that way. And so, um, yeah, thank you so much for coming. Thank you. It's been wonderful.